Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block. Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you here for another half an hour or so here on the show. Before we turn it over to old school, Jay Foreman will be uh, there with us. We also have Kevin Meyer, Meyer's Cork and Bottle, in with us. Don't forget uh, that on the block is sponsored by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. We have uh, got the Pinstripe Bowl on in studio here in Rutgers. Gave up the lead. They were down 17-14, but a defensive stand from the Scarlet Knights inside the... Uh, the Miami 10-yard line leads to a blocked punt returned for a touchdown. That's right. The Scarlet Knights back in front. It's 21-17 now as they lead Miami in the, the pinstripe bowl. Greg Schiano fired up over the blocked punt by the Scarlet Knights. Strick, I want to keep going on the question we got from BJ in Wichita, and I'll throw it back on uh, the stream here, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter available for people. Is it safe to say that the Nebraska football brand for the foreseeable future is the Riola brand now in that rule in Albert's future here? is tied to Dylan Riola's success as being a winner here. I think there's plenty to dive into here because this is really strict, unprecedented territory. You bring up the name Tommy Frazier, the last time Nebraska had a quarterback recruit of this caliber. Um, and of course, Dylan Riola in the, the ratings era is the highest rated prospect. If he has Tommy Frazier level impact, that's automatically a win for Nebraska. But what does Tommy Frazier level impact mean for Nebraska. It could just mean nine wins, right? It could mean you're playing in the Citrus Bowl or the Music City Bowl as the rest of the talent develops around, um, you know, Dylan Riola. Maybe his younger brother, Dayton, who holds a Nebraska offer right now. Um, But I don't think that the expectations for, for Matt Rule are the same as they were, you know, at the end of Scott Frost's tenure, right? Because by the end, what was Trev Alberts looking for? Progress. He said he didn't see enough progress, and that's why Scott Frost was let go. You know, I think Trev Alberts is still looking for progress, and he wants all his programs to get better year after year. But if Nebraska gets to, let's say, eight wins next year, nine the year after that, and then it's nine or ten for the next couple years, even if Nebraska, you know, isn't breaking through, you know, such as it is from nine wins to 11 wins or nine to 12 wins. I think nine gets them on the fringes of college football playoff contention. You're only halfway through the rule contract. And I think that's enough progress. And that'd be a job well enough done that Trev Alberts won't be having the same conversations about, well, I'm not seeing enough progress from Matt rule. Like he was at the end of the Scott Frost tenure. How do you say I agree with you without saying I agree with you? Uh, I concur. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at Stricky in the fireworks. Do that again. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do for you, man. I give you the two thumbs up. And check this out, bro. Um, Here's here's another piece to consider. We got spoiled. You you understand what I'm saying? I think I know where you're going with this. We, We got spoiled. And even though people may not have liked Bo Pelini and thought maybe he was too brash or, you know, kind of carried an arrogance about him. You at least was winning games. You was at least playing in championship games. You may not have done well, but you was, you was there. You get spoiled, but then when you get humbled, listen, I've been humbled and there's nothing like understanding with humility, what happened, what I need to do in order to change it 
and then hold my head high and walk into it the change that i'm i'm looking for not not for <laughs> anybody else not a, not for my neighbors but for me right and i think nebraska is at this point where that incremental success is going to be okay in their minds because they they've known what it looked like <laughs> to have success but then they also know what it looked like to just be in the doldrums of the dungeon mm-hmm. and not with with any keys or any options and opportunities to get out mm-hmm. and now i think you can kind of see progress heading into the winning direction and then this is where you can't just put too much onus on one young man it's got to be a collective change of a mindset mm-hmm. and i think rule is building that man i really do i i, I think he's starting to build that from from the ground up truly with foundational man and, and, and I said it before, I noticed it by way of not so many people jumping in the transfer portal. Now, listen, in spring, guys are going to have to because it's just a numbers game. You got mm-hmm. too many numbers. Guys are going to jump. So, but this is the period because the guys are believing in the message that they're being told. The message, listen, the message they're being told, not sold. Mm-hmm. And that's this an important difference. difference. There's an important difference. Mm-hmm. Told, not sold. I think that it's believable that Nebraska wins, you know, nine games twice under Dylan Riola, you know, with him at quarterback. I think that's believable. I and think then, that's possible, yeah. And then the guy after him, right? Keep it going. Keep it in that 8, 9, 10 win range. But where I think Matt Rule has it, I don't want to say easier, necessarily than Bo Pelini, but a, a, a key distinction between those two coaches and the, the landscape of college football is that when Bo was coaching, it was all about conference championships. You needed those to stake your claim in the postseason. But Strick, I think Nebraska can kind of get back to Penn State territory, right? Penn State right now is it kind of where Nebraska was. Only that one conference championship back in 2016, kind of third fiddle in that Big Ten East. Like, you know, they're really talented and most other conferences they'd be up in the you know the championship discussion but we haven't been able to take Penn State fully seriously because they lose to one of if not both of Ohio State and Michigan but starting Every next year. year they're a playoff team right they're they're in the yeah. 10-11 game yeah. right now with Ole Miss and we'll talk more about that game tomorrow but Penn State under James Franklin has save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ben, worthy of being in the 12-team playoff, Pretty much every year. The issue for them is it's been a four-team playoff. The issue for them is there's no conference championship to go along with it. So I think that it's going to be easier for Nebraska, you know, to take that step from the Bo Pelini-esque nine and three to flip one or two of those games every year. You're ten and two, maybe eleven and one in your, your best years, and that way you're sitting there in that discussion for hopefully, you know, the eight or the nine seed. But maybe if you sneak in at the 11 or the 12, you're at least making the playoff. And that's something Bo Pelini could never have said. And then you start dealing with the questions of, okay, 
is it not just enough to make the playoff anymore? You know, how do we take that next step? How do we win a game? How do we get to hosting a game in the playoff? But I think that's going to be a simpler task for Matt Rule to accomplish, hopefully with Dylan Riola, but probably the guy or the second guy after him. I think it's going to be easier to accomplish getting into a 12-team playoff than getting into a BCS championship or getting into a 14 playoff. Can I ask you a question? Please. That's what we do on the show. There's a team that establish, establishes power, dominance, and has beat a swath of really good teams out here in the college football landscape. And, and arguably one of the toughest conferences this year. And which conference is that, Austin? You're probably thinking Pac-12, aren't you? Okay. There's a team by the name of Northwestern <laughs> that freaking beat the Utah Utes mm-hmm. 14-7 in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. And everybody and their mama, their mama, their grandma team was going to fall off the freaking earth mm-hmm. and the earth was flat. <laughs> They thought they were going to walk off the edge and it was over and they were in they were in the grave. The mm-hmm. undertaker was standing over him with his eyes rolled back. And but he wasn't getting up. <laughs> but gosh darn it. Why Northwestern with all of the adversity, with all of the turmoil, played a lot of the same teams that mm-hmm. Nebraska played. You beat them. Mm-hmm. But yet they're 8 and 5. And won a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Help it make sense to me. I'll give you two more examples, even Stricky. I'll go, you know, just a couple hours south to Lawrence, Kansas, and Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas won eight regular season games. Kansas State, you know, played for a Big 12 championship. Why those schools, but not Nebraska? You're telling me Lincoln is less attractive to recruits than Manhattan and Lawrence? Are you telling me that? Uh, here's the thing Lance Leipold and Chris Kleiman are really darn good coaches. I'd like mm-hmm. to think Matt Rule proves that he's on their level. Those are teams that are going to be in you know, the, the 12-team college football playoff race. Why can't Nebraska get back to that? This is why I'm not going to accept mediocrity in this situation. Mm-hmm. Because any one of those programs could have mm-hmm. at any given time. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they don't even have the resources that doggone Nebraska has. It shouldn't be close. Not even on the level, not in the football space. No. And yet it's still, they figured out a way. And that's a big win for Northwestern. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. That's huge. You go eight and five and win a bowl game when everybody counted you out. And I'm not talking about new addition. No. <laughs> or new subtraction or new division or new multiplication. <laughs> it's crazy. Help it make sense to me. Sider Heyman text line, holla at your boy. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook stream, holla at you. Make it make sense to me as to the why. This is why I'm not going to accept mediocrity going forward. I'm not, I I can't do it because Mm -hmm. I'm seeing stories like this all across the board, all over the place. There's something someone else is doing, but why not here? At least at that level. Mm -hmm. At least at that level. At least. That that shouldn't yeah. be a big ask. Like the bowl system is going to change, right? If the, the playoff is changing and expanding, the bowl system is going to change. But you can't tell me, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you, Strick, that, that there's no reason Nebraska can't do at least that. Will it be next year? You can cross your fingers and hope. And I, I think that's a, a reasonable expectation to have. But at the very least, in the next couple of years, 
You've got to see Nebraska, you know, getting ready for a bowl game right now, having that media availability um, for a bowl game right now. You hope it's a New Year's Six Bowl. You hope it's a playoff contention sort of game. But I think next year can still be, you put the finishing touches on the foundation of the Nebraska football house, and then you got to start putting the walls up. you got to start putting the siding up. Determine, you know, which bedroom is for, for which person. Where's the dining room? How big is that table? Because Kansas and Kansas State, remodeled their house. I mean, Kansas built a new house. Kansas State remodeled its house, and and Northwestern went from living in a tent on the street, if it was lucky, to, hey, I got a nice little townhouse right here, right? We're just asking for Nebraska to get back into a townhouse right now. There was a time when the Jayhawks to Nebraska had almost a 30-game losing streak. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine what that was like? Like, freaking Leipold going in there and taking over that program, I've got to stand up and salute him, man. That's mm-hmm. that's phenomenal what you were able to do in that program. Mm-hmm. In a in, uh, Nebraska is a football program, not basketball. That's a basketball. That's like Kentucky mm-hmm. when Kentucky great example. The bar. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So with that, I would love to be in Lawrence right now on campus. I remember when I was on campus, when both both our programs and all the programs were hot, it was a fun time to be on campus. That was one of the best times of my life because <laughs> it was like every time you stepped into arena or you stepped into the Coliseum or you stepped into uh, on the track and the indoor, you, you were seeing victories. Mm-hmm. And now just think about what Kansas is like right now. They're freaking loving things right now. You've got to be got to be on fire. They sure are. We can we can cross our fingers. We can hope that it's Nebraska's turn again soon. But again, got to put in the legwork. Hope is not a strategy. He's Strick. I'm Austin. We'll wrap up on the block in just a sec.